<laughs> okay, Trico. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 152nd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have a new guest. Guest. Uh, I have Micah with me today. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Micah. I'm a person. We only, like have, <laughs> we only have the realest people on this show. <laughs> people only. Um... <laughs> Uh, so before we dive into things, uh, Travis and Will are still alive, and I'm doing the same thing as I did last year of recording an episode for every major event, aka really up to every gym battle in the new game, Pokemon Auras, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So if you haven't played those yet and you don't want to be spoiled, even though it is a 12-year-old game... I would advise you not to listen to this episode, uh, but uh, we will be covering all the way from Little Root to the first gym battle with Roxanne. Um, but before we dive into that, I just want to thank everyone for the Kickstarter that ended, and I won't dwell too much on it, but we raised over $7,000 for the next 100 episodes, and here's one of them. And obviously, if you don't know how Kickstarter works, they hold the money for two weeks so i still have to send out the shirt reward things to get your sizes and order all that stuff but hopefully you guys can get that all before christmas and uh, the new mics will hopefully come in uh, around the same time uh but enough of that because you guys want to hear about our experiences so far in omega ruby and alpha sapphire micah yes lifelong pokemon player yes let our <laughs> so <laughs> uh, let our listeners know a little bit about you. Uh, I am an artist. I've been doing art for a very long time. Uh, I've done some concept art for video games and stuff like that. And I've been playing Pokemon for pretty much as long as I can remember. Uh, I don't remember much before playing Pokemon because I was so young. Uh, and also I have a terrible memory. So... <laughs> uh, I started with uh, Red and Blue, and I've played everyone since then on release. And all the way through, I've collected thousands upon thousands of Pokemon. <laughs> uh, and None I have most, of them most which of my, are in your Pokemon bank. That's right. My Pokemon bank is completely empty at the moment. <laughs> uh, I played mostly the games. I did a little bit of the TCG uh, I watched a little bit of the series, but mostly I was uh, more enthralled with the games than I was anything else. That's pretty. I mean, I, that's pretty much it for me. I do I do art and I play Pokemon. <laughs> that's my life. I also I also stream now. I've been doing that and I'm enjoying it. 
um, on Twitch, and I play games. I don't play Pokemon, though, because I don't have a 3DS capture card. Womp womp. Womp womp. Soon, hopefully. Maybe. Eventually. We'll see. <laughs> uh, so, you got Omega Ruby, if I'm not mistaken. I did. I actually did what I usually do, and that I throw all my money at Nintendo, and I bought both of them. So that I don't have to rely on others for exclusives if I don't have access to others, which is always dumb because I always have access to other people who are playing the game. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I collect games too, though, and I've always owned both copies. So that's just something that I do. Um, but I am playing Omega Ruby exclusively. Sweet. Uh, I got uh, Alpha Sapphire because I just can't have enough water in my life. <laughs> this is the main the main thing. Um, so let's just uh, let's just go headstrong into our thoughts here of these games remakes. Of course, they're running on the same engine X and Y was. Uh, we start off in Little Root Town. If I don't know. I feel like a lot of our listeners have played these games, but if you haven't, uh, you start off in Little Little Root Town. I believe it's the only Pokemon game where you don't start in your house. You actually start in a tr- a moving truck uh, that your parents see uh, deemed to be safe for you to be in the back of the moving truck. It also seems that your mother is not with you. She's already at the house. So who is driving the truck? <laughs> because you're questionable. Because <laughs> your dad's a gym leader in this game. Correct. Is this? Is I actually this... learned some interesting stuff shortly before this. I didn't really put it all together before because I, when I play through them, I just kind of like power through and enjoy it as much as I can. But uh, you moved there from Johto, from Olivine City, for your dad to be a gym leader, which I was unaware of before. It wasn't good enough for Johto. Apparently not. Uh... I'm curious what happened to the gym leader before he uh, showed up as gym leader. What happened to that guy? <laughs> uh, yeah, so your mom already seems to be there because she greets you when you get out of the the truck. Uh, you learned that your dad's a gym leader. I think this is the only Pokemon game where you have a dad? I believe so. Well, it, it's some of them have been kind of, it's like questionable. Like He exists, apparently, but you never really encounter him. This is, I believe, the only game where you actually encounter him. Yeah. And then we also encounter Professor Birch right off the bat. Well, actually, actually, you, you, you set your time and your, and your mom bought this wonderful one-bedroom house where she never sleeps. Again! <laughs> she drops the ball. She had 12 years to fix this problem. She fixed it in X and Y, and then she blew it in Omega Ruby and Alpha <laughs> Sapphire. Um, and then, uh, I believe they tell you, I could be, I, I can't, I can't remember if you just discovered on your own or they tell you to visit your neighbor, but you just walk into, well, I, I picked, I picked the dude. I think his name's Brendan or Brandon. Yeah. Um, you walk into May changing, of course, like any good neighbor would. And... <laughs> You are not allowed to give her a new name. She is just May. She will always be May. Or Brendan, I guess, if you picked May. Um, just the first sign that Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire go backwards. Yeah. 
Who? Yeah. Uh, and and uh, May's father is Professor Birch Wood. Birch? Is it just Birch? Birch just Wood? Birch. Yeah, I'm gonna call him Professor Birch Wood. <laughs> um, yeah. So another connection. This this game's like very like. I don't know if this was like a time in like Nintendo's life where they're like, we need to have parent figures in the game of ten year olds catching and battling creatures. Yeah, they definitely. Uh, it's it's in there. Maybe they felt bad that they were. That it was always like the parents were just non-existent in the previous games. I mean, in Johto, in, in Gold and Silver, your mom was really good at taking your money. True. That Very was true. That was one thing. Um, and then buying you things that you didn't need. <laughs> uh, did you get the? Did you get your two hundred exclusive potions or no? Uh, I did not. A buddy of mine got the uh, two-pack. He bought the two-pack just buying it to buy both the games, not knowing that there were 200 potions. And when he realized that there were 200 potions in there, he said, I don't need this garbage. And he just put the codes in my bag. (laughs) So I have codes, but it's actually, it's split. There's two codes. There's one for, for 100 potions each. So that I guess if you buy it for two people, then you can split the codes and you each get 100 potions, which is kind of neat, I suppose. Not totally needed, though. <laughs> it's a rare item, those potions. Um, <laughs> so you save uh, you save Professor Birch from, uh, is it a Puccina? Puccina? Uh, I think so, yes. Uh, and this is where you he's he's running in a circle because he's probably one of the worst professors in Pokemon's existence. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, you get I really your- love the kid that's standing outside of the tall grass. He's just like something's happening over there. We should do something, <laughs> and then just stands there. <laughs> Look at this fat guy running a circle. <laughs> uh I feel like Professor Birch has no personality. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I was a big fan of both Juniper and Sycamore. He's kind of, I don't know. I, he's jovial, but like, like he's a happy dude, but he, he's involved in it less, I think, than the other uh, professors were. So you don't see him as much. You don't get enough of his, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Mm, I would probably say Elm. Professor Elm is my least favorite professor. Yeah. There's just something about me that, something about that guy that rubs me the wrong way. Uh, well, so you, so you encounter Professor Birch on Route 101. You get your choice of either Mudkip, Trico, or Torchic. For the first time ever, I went with Trico. Mostly because I knew how many water Pokemon were in that game, in in this game, so I didn't want a water starter so i didn't have more options later on so i went with trico and that that like five minute anime thing that they released the day before the game came out it was at wednesday or thursday of last week uh that spoiled all the mega pokemon if if uh, you weren't <laughs> trying to see all the new megas but uh that little five minute video actually kind of convinced me that trico was was somebody i wanted to start with this time you get to experience my disappointment in that in real time. <laughs> because you were trying to avoid uh, the new Megas. I was. I made it so far. 
And then the day of release, I watched that stupid anime. <laughs> and now I know who everyone is. So the now gloves you know. are off, Nintendo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about... Uh, so I'm not sure when, when you get this, but the next town is uh, Old Oldale Town, which just has a Pokemon Center and, Poke, and a Pokemart. Uh, because this is a remake, uh, we kind of went a couple steps backwards in the fact that Pokemon Centers and Pokemarts are not combined. To me, it's not the end of the world, but it's a little annoying because it's not like it's a one-to-one remake. There's new Megas. There's new features like the like the Pokenav. Is that what it's called? The Pokenav? The Dexnav. The Dexnav. Um, there are definitely new features in this game, and... Obviously, they had to rebuild everything in scratch with um, the X and Y engine. But I get that they were trying to keep the remake nostalgic thing going on. But Well, we talked about this, and I, it is like a re- it's a really silly regression from the, advance in, the advancements that they've made in Pokemon. Because uh, when was the last game that they weren't combined? It was Gen 4, right? Because yeah. all of Gen 5, I believe, had... Gen 5 and Gen 6 had them in the same building, which was convenient. But I, I thought about this more, and I think it's because they didn't want to screw up the town layouts too much and have to uh, figure out like new buildings to put in the place of those. Uh, that's the only thing that I can think of that would force them to say, well, it's convenient and everybody likes that, but let's split them up for this game. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's almost it's almost like this game probably wouldn't get and and for the listeners who think we're being a little negative, it's hard to be positive when you're go- when this game came out and it's so many steps back compared to X and Y, and I feel like it almost would have been a better, less forgiving game if it came out before X and Y. Right. It's just, it's backwards. That's the best way I can. <laughs> I mean, the, if these types of things had happened in X and Y, and then they improved them, and the things that happened in X and Y were happening in this, then these gripes wouldn't exist. But it's just a, it's a strange design choice. I mean, and the other thing, too, that I don't think we, I don't, maybe we did talk, talk about it, the character customization was another thing that they took away from you. Which I get the the heroes for the player characters for Ruby and Sapphire were very like um uh well recognized. Well, I, I would say May is well recognized. I wouldn't right. say <laughs> May and Brendan with his white hair hat that is definitely not his hair, that's a hat. Um they I I know that they're recognizable, but still offer up the customization at least you know that's my i was excited to see customization in x and y and i was a little disappointed in how little customization there was in x and y and i thought for sure for the next game that they would improve on that and it's kind of disappointing that they just removed it all entirely yeah the i i remember when the 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 first preview trailer of XY came out and there was a trainer looking in the mirror and 
and everyone like lost their lid and was like, oh my god, if we can finally customize our trainers and and have different hairs or different shirts. And people have been doing this already for, for well before X and Y. People would take sprites and they would mix, they would mix and match sprites using Photoshop or whatever to customize their trainer to have something representative of themselves. Right. And we finally get it in X and Y and they take it away for the sake of a remake, for the sake of a story. And again, it's going back to like, Yes, this is a remake, but it's not an exact remake. Like there are new Pokemon, there are mega Pokemon. Like there's there's can be both give and pull, and I feel like there's a lot of like pulling features out just to satisfy one of the weakest games in the franchise to finally be remade. And so many features are missing. And for me, as as maybe our listeners know or or if you're a newer listener, like to me, I don't play for the story. I play as that person is me. And this is my journey. It's not May's journey or Brendan's journey. It's my journey. And I want that person to be me. Not, I don't want to play that person. And that's why the customization in X and Y was so cool to me. But it's the basic principles of an RPG. And Pokemon, for what it's worth, is, I mean, at its core, it's an RPG. And RPGs have been doing this for a long time, you know, where they allow you to customize your character. I like, I won't go off on a tangent too far, but I'm playing Dragon Age Inquisition right now, and they let you pick your race. They let you. There's so much customization involved, like any RPG. Obviously, they're two very different games, but there's a very set story for that game, and it doesn't change it just because my character is not what they had envisioned the character to be. Your character can still be yours through character customization and the story can still exist. It's just, I don't know. It's pigeonholing at that point and it's kind of too bad, but it's very silly. It's very silly. Uh, there is nothing in, uh, old Dell town. Really? I think you have to run one errand there. Just like at the beginning of every Pokemon game, you have to run an errand and then, uh, you eventually get the, the nav decks, which is one of the new things in this game. Or the right, dex yeah. Nav, the, sorry, the dex nav. Well, there's all of the tutorial stuff with May between Old Ale and Little Root. Yes. Um, and this is where she teaches you about sneaking as well. Right. Which is a she, new mechanic. Correct. And one of the best, in my opinion, the dex nav in general is probably the best thing that they added to this. Oh yeah, if if they take away the Dex Nav for me in a future game, I will be so upset. <laughs> it's so perfect. It ch- it fixes everything for people who like want to collect or want to, you know, find specific Pokémon and it's I don't know. I I like it a lot. Yeah, so if I, if you haven't played X and Y or you or X and Y, if you haven't played Ors um or you, or you have, and you're just unsure. Uh, the Dex Nav will, when you approach a new route. Um, so, for example, my character's on Route 116 right now. It will show you silhouettes of Pokemon in that area, kind of like a "Who's that Pokemon?" kind of thing. And when you encounter, when you catch a Pokemon, that silhouette fills in. So, for example, I caught uh, a Zigzagoon in Route 126, so he's filled in. 
And when you catch all the Pokemon in that area, you get a little gold crown in the corner that shows that you've caught all of them in that area and you can move on. And in future, if you're looking for specific Pokemon without looking online or you're just running through an area and you're like, oh yeah, I need to catch my 100th Zigzagoon because I'm weird like that. I need Zigzagoons really <laughs> badly. Good thing he's in this area because my Dexnav told me. Um, so it's really, really cool. And then if there's... If there's water in the area or something else, you can get like a bronze medal because you caught all of them in the grass. Just letting you know the grass is taken care of, but once you catch all the ones in the water, then it will change gold. And I think there's a silver medal too, but... I think it's uh, grass, surfing, and fishing, maybe? I could be wrong on that, but I'm just guessing and speculating at this point, but that would explain, I guess, getting a bronze crown for getting everything in grass. Yeah, because I've gotten a bronze in the the first time you kind of see the ocean, and there this is the first time you see Wingle, Wingle or whatever too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that the the Dex Nav does is it will like alert you that there's a Pokemon in the area, and you see like a Pokemon's like butt kind of wiggling in the grass, and this is where you got to use that sneak mechanic to sneak up onto it and catch it, and the Dex Nav will tell you in the lower screen. Um, it will. It won't tell you what Pokemon it is, but like I think we've all been playing long enough that we can tell their silhouettes apart. Uh, but it sometimes it will tell you its first move and its level, and a couple of and if it's like holding an item, and that kind of gives you an incentive to like, oh, I need that Pokemon, or like I'm just gonna run and scare it because I'm running and I don't care about the seventieth Zigzagoon that is holding a potion. <laughs> uh, so that's another cool feature. Um, I don't know how long it's gonna it's gonna carry on that way. I hope that they keep this up, but the what sticks out of the grass is very specific to what that Pokemon is for the most part. Like some of them, they're just kind of like a dome. But I've noticed, like the it's a tail for Puccina. Um, what was the other one? Uh, there's like a skiddy tail that yes. comes out. Yeah, which is pretty like noticeable, right? Uh, and that that centerpiece is nice because it it gives you those arrows that close in as you get closer, so it helps you determine if you're going in the right direction towards the poke the Pokemon. And then it gives you information on the outside too. I don't know if you said this. I'm sorry, but it gives you information on the outside as you get closer to it, depending on what level that scan is. So it'll tell you like it's a grass type or it's uh you know whatever. It'll help you more determine what it is that you're going to get and whether or not you actually want to sneak up on it or if it's you don't really need it, you can move on. Yeah. And you uh you were saying um cuz at one point uh may like is like here, let me teach you how to sneak poke like sneak up on this pokemon and I was like see you may like I got better things to do than <laughs> To catch this Pokemon, but you I don't were have saying, time for this. <laughs> you were saying that uh, like they have specific moves or like egg moves already learned. So the Pokemon that you sneak up on, they have a, I don't know if it's all of them, but some of them will have egg moves already learned in the wild, which is pretty neat. So the first example of that when you sneak, when she's teaching you how to sneak, uh, it's a Puccina that you're sneaking up on. Spoiler alert, and when you get to that Puccina, when you get into the battle, if you catch it, 
then it has an egg move, uh, one of the fang egg moves based on what starter you have. So uh, let me check just to see. I jotted down what it was. Like I have, uh, I started with Torchic, so my Puccina had Ice Fang. And then if you have a Mudkip, your Puccina will have Fire Fang. And then for Trico, you get Thunder Fang. And apparently there's a Poison Fang. Puccina that you can get from that instance too. I'm not sure how you get it though. I believe you start with Pikachu instead of the other three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but that's that applies to even beyond that. That applies to uh, any Pokemon that you sneak up on. There's a chance that it will have an egg move already learned, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I feel uh, like some of the other ones that awesome. I saw. I think they're just like better Pokemon in general. Right. Uh, some of the other ones that I saw were like a Zigzagoon with Rock Climb, uh, a Surskit with Hydra Pump, and a Talo with Boom Burst. Like, starting off with a Talo with Boom Burst is pretty pretty awesome. That's a, yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's a pretty good early, early game catch. <laughs> um, yeah, so... The nav decks, the decks nav, the nav decks nav. Uh, That's the one. <laughs> one of the coolest features in the game. Hopefully, they keep it in future games because it it makes really really good use of the bottom screen. Like I don't need my menu always open on the bottom screen. I don't need a map always open on the bottom screen. But like I'm consistently looking at the decks nav over and over again, and just the satisfaction of knowing all the Pokemon have been captured in an area is fantastic. I love it a lot. I love it too. I think it's awesome. Uh, it's good for collectors. I, like, I collect Pokemon throughout the game, and like I have a hard time leaving an area unless I know that I've caught everything I can catch at that time, and this makes it really easy. It also, the Dex and I have also, uh, and Sneaking... Uh, not the dex nav, I guess, more sneaking than the dex nav, but it does away with repels. You, if you sneak through wild grass, you won't encounter anything, which is crazy. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, trainers, you can't sneak past, obviously, but I, I try. I definitely tried it. I was like, let me see if I can sneak past this guy. <laughs> I know he's. I know he's got three wormples or whatever. Um. <laughs> So we were very positive about the Dex Nav. Time to be negative again. Really upset that I have to hold B to run. We're getting all the negativity out right away. <laughs> it, it's like a it's like a sandwich: negative, positive, negative. Um, really upset that I have to hold B to run because I, in X and Y with the roller skates, you could just zoom through areas pretty much one handed, right with your with your left hand because right. You're just hitting the D-pad. And I thought about this. I was like, why can't I just auto-run? And then I was like, well, yep. I get... Well, and LS8 is back. Back again. And at one point, they had removed it from the games, which was disappointing. But it's back, which is cool. I, th- I It was in X and Y, I believe, too. Um, but I love LSA because when I'm grinding or something, I can use the DS one-handed and navigate the game pretty easily. Uh... The problem, though, with Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire is that you can only walk then at this point because you have to hold B to run. 
and the circle pad, which in X and Y was the rollerblades, is now just walking because you have to use it to sneak. Yeah, and that didn't that didn't make a, a lot of sense to me because if you wanted to walk in X and Y, you would just use the D pad. And right. I don't get why. Like, so now you can. It's just like the D pad is still walking in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, but the the circle pad is walking or sneaking. The circle pad is like it's like free movement. Yes. Right. Yeah. And it's it's like fluid movement where the D pad is still on the like oh, the like, eight axes or whatever. Right. The eight directional. Yeah, I just um, I wish like holding B would be like enable sneaking and then if I didn't want that, just let me run with the the circle pad like you did in like you did in X and Y because I feel like the running is not as fast as the rollerblading, but it's still like fast enough for me to be okay with it. Like I like it. Because the right. rollerblading was kind of sloppy and a little like sometimes hard to get indoors when when you first used it. And that I mean, you bring up a really good point that if they would have just applied the sneak to B, that would have fixed that. I think rather than applying the the running shoes to to B, yeah. Or even if you could just assign like your shoes to like give you the option and the options to say, well, I want the circle pad to be free running or I would rather just hold B to run. It's just one more thing in the early impressions of regression in the series rather than progression. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the sneaking. I just wish it wasn't like, so like, such a big, like, you need to sneak every chance you get kind of thing that they kind of throw at you at the beginning of the game. Right. Uh, so, actually, back to back to the map here. So, after Little Root, Old Dale, uh, Route 102 has some more Pokemon, mostly Zigzagoons, because they're, like, the plague of this game. Uh, <laughs> we, get, we get the Petalburg City, which has a Pokemon Center, Pokemart, and the uh, Pedalburg City Gym, and I haven't, I mean, last time I played Ruby and Sapphire was probably eight, seven or eight years ago, because I didn't play it when it came out, but I played it a couple years later. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, first gym, oh, it's my dad, he probably sucks a lot as a gym leader. Um, <laughs> but the game actually, that tricked me, I, I didn't know that you have you battle him later, he's not the first gym. Um but this little dude named Wally comes up, and uh, your dad tells you to teach him how to catch a Pokemon. And I forget what he catches. Oh, he catch- catches uh, a Ralts, I think. I he does. Know. Your dad also gives him a Zigzagoon. Like a true is, gym leader. Yep. He's See? like, look, we have thousands of these over here. Please just take one. Look, if you don't take any of them, we're going to be run out of town by them. <laughs> Please. But he loans it to him, which is interesting too. Like it's they very specifically say like he's loaning him the Zigzagoon. Like what could a a gym leader, like a a Pokemon League gym trainer trainer need for need a Zigzagoon for? Like that at one point in the future he's gonna be like, look, Wally, 
I need that zigzagoon back. Look, this is our currency here in Petalburg. <laughs> Five zigzagoons for a cup of coffee. <laughs> um, so, uh, I, I seriously, I haven't looked up anything. I don't know when you're supposed to battle your dad. Uh, frankly, I, I don't want to know. It kind of will at least be at the tip of my tongue of curiosity, I guess, I have for this game. Um, I well, honestly, he tells he tells you to come back after I think he says after four badges. Okay, okay, to come back. So the fifth, uh, I guess. Um, Route one hundred four. Uh, there's a cottage and a pretty petal flower shop. Uh, this is where the chick was like, "Do you want to learn about berries?" And I was like, "Nope. See you later." <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> they definitely give you berries before you get to the point where you learn about berries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was talking to Will about it because uh, Will, of course, big big berry farmer. He said that he plans on not doing any berry farming in this game because it's just so much easier in X and Y. Really? Because there's that huge berry farm that you can go to. Right. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that that's regression, but it seems like a little regression to me. Yeah. I would. I guess I haven't looked into it too much. I am not a big berry farmer, but yeah, yeah. We'll they, s- they don't give you a like later on. There's no option no. for like a no. There's no like mass option like there is an X huh. and Y. That's too bad. Um, Route 104 connects to the Petalburg Woods. Just like any Pokemon game, you have to some for some reason. There's always woods that you have to go through. Your family seems to like to live near woods. Yep, that's what it comes down to. Uh, Separated from the rest of the the continent <laughs> by one small patch of woods, and uh, then you get to Rustboro City. Rustboro, Burbro, Burbro, Rust, Rustbro, Rustbro, Didn't you name your Trico Tree Bro? Yeah, my. And then I cut a skitty and I named him Kitty Bro. There you go. It's perfect. Uh, Rustboro City, um, Pokemon Center, Pokemart, uh, the Rustboro City Gym. The Devon Corporation, Devon Corporation, and then you have the Trainer School. Trainer School, possibly, for our listeners, the most important building in the game. <laughs> because the teacher gives you a quick claw. True. <laughs> I mean... I almost sig- didn't go in. The significance of this item, that they give it to you early on, because they want to reinforce how good it is. They don't want a beginning Pokemon trainer lost without a quick claw. <laughs> That's right. Um I have all your items. <laughs> we should touch on the um I don't know, we I think we skipped over in the Petalburg Woods you have your first encounter with Team Magma or Team Aqua? Oh, yes, yes, yes. The Devon researcher. Yeah, the dude uh I forget you just you don't do you battle one of them? You yeah, do. Yeah, He's yeah. like li- the researcher's like looking for a shroomish Oh, he's looking uh, for some shroomish, all right. That's a, <laughs> and then he gets surprised by a dude in a bandana and customized clothes. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> and uh, and then he attacks him and he runs behind you and says, "Please protect me." And it's like, man, you're you're a grown man and you're hiding behind this child. <laughs> I do remember that because uh, there's like this like off off the camera like team aqua chick in like a midriff shirt 
like spying on me through the bushes, being like, "Oh, that that kid is really strong. I'll have to keep an eye on him," kind of thing. Yep. Um. So once you finish the that battle, which it's super easy. It's like I think the train the the team grunt has a single Puccina. It's like did not come prepared at all. Although he probably was expecting that he was just going to take out this researcher and that was it. He wasn't counting on Brendan or May. Uh, and then the researcher gives you, after that battle is complete, he gives you the experience share. Oh, Which yeah, is yeah. a point of contention amongst Pokemon players, I've come to find. I mean, if you want to make the easiest game even easier, <laughs> you keep that experience share. Just get that experience share. It definitely does turn it into easy mode. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can turn it off, though, which is cool. Uh, I usually keep it because I'll try, I'll I'll rotate like two or three Pokemon, because I'm pretty picky at the beginning of the Pokemon game. Um, I'm unlike my dad, where I'm not handing out Zigzagoons for free. <laughs> uh, so like right now, my team is just uh, my Trico, uh, my Skitty, and uh, that bird. Uh, what bird is it in this game? Halo? Yeah, it's Halo. So I have those three, and then I usually keep the back three or back two as, like, Pokemon I'm just leveling up, and then once they evolve, I box them to try to fill out my Pokedex. Right. That's just me. Uh, there's no catch or, or like, restrictions in, in battling Roxanne. You just kind of walk right in. Uh, but they do, leave, uh, they do leave Route 116 open, so you can catch Pokemon. And you can see that the tunnel is closed off. Um, but uh, Roxanne is our our rock type gym leader, uh, which is interesting because in red and blue you have a rock type gym leader. You have Brock. Um, Roxanne probably not as memorable as Brock, but uh, she's like Brock's twin. <laughs> Yes. Boulder uh, Badge, Stone Badge. They, and Roxanne apparently taught all her students to use Geodudes. <laughs> and, that's, the, uh, that's the currency in Rustboro. It's like the currency <laughs> in Petalburg is Zigzagoon. Uh, there's, I, I think, two people with both, with both Geodudes. And then when you get to Roxanne herself, she has a Geodude and a Nosepass. And when I was battling Nosepass, I thought to myself, I want to meet somebody whose favorite Pokemon is is Nosepass, because I don't <laughs> think that person exists. <laughs> uh, it was such a... I, I mean, maybe I just don't remember. It's been a long time since I've played Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, but it was such an underwhelming battle. Like, What's the the level of the Nosepass? It's pretty low. I think it's like 12. 14, maybe? Yeah. 14. So, I mean, I guess that's not too bad for... for uh, first gym but you get experience share you get i mean you go through two towns and some woods before you get there it just uh was very a very short battle it felt like yeah yeah it was it was short her gym is really cool um there's like a kabutops that's like moving and then there's like that dead dragonite in the back i'm not sure what fossil <laughs> that was supposed to be <laughs> And then there was uh, there was something else, but her gym was very cool looking. Yeah, I'm really happy that they brought that. I I had forgotten that they they did that next and why did like um 
gym leader battle specific environments, but I'm happy that they're still doing that because it, it adds a level of immersion to the gym battles. It's very cool. Yeah. And so, um, that's that. We got the, was it stone badge they're calling it? Stone badge. It doesn't look like a stone. looks like a electric shock. Um, yeah, I got the stone badge and that will kind of wrap up this episode. Uh, so for tomorrow or the next day, um, trying to do one a day, but because this is a holiday week, uh, it might fall, uh, fall to every other day. Uh, we will begin on route 116 and get to the second gym. I'm not sure where that is or how far that is because I am an old man and I do not remember this map at all. And I haven't looked it up online because I want my thoughts to come across in podcast form. <laughs> um, yeah, any form remembering. Any any final thoughts, Micah? Um, not really. I mean, I, I know that the like initial tone was kind of what they did wrong or what they forgot to do or neglected to do, but on the whole, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Don't be, don't, don't get confused that I'm not enjoying it. Uh, I mean, it's great to see this updated, and I'm happy to see that this is continuing to happen. That they're, you know, updating old classics. Um, and I liked Ruby Sapphire and Emerald a lot, so it's fun to see all of this stuff again. Yeah, I, I as as many gripes as we covered, um, it's it's mostly coming from a we want the best possible experience from these games. So for me, it's I'm going to be hard on Pokemon because I expect the best that no one ever was from them. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard to be close to something and not be critical of it. I guess it's yes. the and the it's 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 very I've I've and I feel it's very hard to top X and Y um, when X and Y did so many things right. Right. And X and Y, I feel, was one of the best in the series. Um, way better than Black and White. That game was garbage. No, I'm Thanks. just kidding. Only Black and White 2 <laughs> was garbage. <laughs> Thankfully, though, it sounds like these are pretty common gripes. And it, it, hopefully that's something that the Pokemon company is listening to and paying attention to for the future iterations. I, I would hope. I would hope. Um, cool. So if, uh, if you like this episode and you want us to keep doing the, uh, not really many episodes, we've been always going for an hour. Um, but if you like the style tweet at Pokemon podcast and we will keep doing it. Um, like I said, I think we're going to do every other day, uh, just for now because it's the holiday week. Um, Micah, where can they find you if they care to do so? You have a Twitch and a Twitter. I do. My Twitter and Twitch are the same. It's Micah the Brave, M-I-C-A-H, not M-I-C-H-A, which is a common misspelling. Uh, it's at Micah the Brave on Twitter and uh, twitch.tv slash Micah the Brave. Uh, I do, on my Twitter, I post schedules, what I'll be playing, when I'll be playing it, so on and so forth. Um, and I have a schedule up on the Twitch page, too, so... That's where they can find me. Sweet. Uh, same place as always for me, at Dragging a Lake on Twitter, uh, at Pokemon Podcast. Uh, let us know what you thought about this episode. Uh, if you thought it sucked, uh, good for you. 
then I apologize for ruining <laughs> it for everyone. <laughs> um, uh, also, if you are a Kickstarter backer, or oh, thank you, uh, you should be getting something through that uh, within this week for shirts and rewards and stuff. Uh, if you were not a Kickstarter backer, uh, just die in a fire. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you're not a Kickstarter backer, uh, you get to thank all the people who helped fund the next 100 episodes. And they can only get worse from here. So good luck. <laughs> uh, otherwise, um, let's see if Micah knows how to do this ending here. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are... Super effective. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thank uh, you for having me. <laughs> no problem. Good night, everyone.